Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I love the town of Charlotte, North Carolina. Michigan's got a town called Charlotte, spelled the same way. I'm not sure how that happened, but Charlotte, North Carolina is a very, very cool town. And so uh, Jim sent me a note and said, Steve, check out the story from here. The Charlotte Ledger reports, Tony Messia writes, city discovered annual accuracy tests were performed improperly. Potential gold mine for lawyers on tens of thousands of traffic tickets. And so, yeah, defense attorneys are going to have a field day with this one. The city of Charlotte said this afternoon that it recently discovered that for more than a decade, it has been improperly certifying the radar guns that Charlotte-Mecklenburg police officers use to help catch speeders. At a news conference, officials said they discovered on January 31st that the annual accuracy tests on the city's radar guns were not done in accordance with state legislation and that the improper certifications have been going on since, oh, about 2008. (laughs) 2008? That's a while back. The city's chief information officer, Rini Askew, said, we must hold ourselves accountable to the fact that we did not adhere to the state requirements. Now, it's early to say what that news means, and city officials referred questions to how it might affect pending and past tickets to the district attorney's office, which didn't reply to a request for comment as of the writing of this story. But it's not a stretch to think that it calls into question the validity of tens of thousands of speeding tickets, though city officials stress that they are confident the radar gun's have been working properly, and that not all speeding tickets rely on radar guns. But if they do rely on those, and one was used and was calibrated incorrectly, that goes a long way towards disputing that ticket. Some of the accuracy tests were conducted by trained workers who lacked the proper credentials. The city said it is still investigating and does not have all the details. All the radar units are expected to be properly certified by March 1st. Meanwhile, this could affect a lot of tickets. Uh, CMPD officials were not immediately able to say how many traffic citations they believe will be affected or how many speeding tickets they even write annually. However, the CMPD wrote 30,000 tickets in 2018. So in 2018, one year, they wrote 30,000 tickets. Now, There are a lot of different ways that they can catch speeders, and it might just be that you're driving along and you go blowing by a cop for some reason, and he pulls you over and says, yeah, do you know how fast you're going? No. Well, here's how fast I was going, and you went fast, you know, faster past me, so you must have been speeding. Uh, So how well that holds up in court depends, but I've actually seen an officer in court testify that he paced someone at a certain speed, and you know. Defense lawyers do sound like they're looking forward to playing around with these new facts. Uh, One of Charlotte's best-known criminal and traffic lawyers said it's going to be a nightmare for the DA's office. He said even years-old cases could be revisited if they're based on improperly certified equipment. It could also affect pleas or guilty verdicts on more serious offenses, such as reckless driving or DUI, because it would play into potentially how someone was pulled over, the initial reason for the stop. So someone who gets a DUI may have been pulled over because they're driving erratically, or they may have been pulled over because they're speeding. And who says they're speeding? Oh, the radar gun. And if that's the case, 
then we may be able to unwind that whole transaction back to the very beginning. And if some of those resulted in paying court costs or higher insurance premiums, well, this lawyer says to me, that's what would be a gold mine for the lawyers. So uh, this attorney said he heard rumblings that something big was happening on speeding tickets in court today, but didn't have the details until the ledger asked him about it this afternoon. And he said, thanks for making my day. So if you got a ticket from the Charlotte-Mecklenburg police recently for speeding, by recently, I mean as recently as 2008, (laughs) you might want to consult the local attorney about what uh, options you have, as they say, because that will be a lot of tickets. And I don't know if it's simply that the person doing the testing wasn't certified or if there's something else going on. But it's not 100% clear here, but it sounds like the certification may have played into it. And, you know, this is a crazy one. For them to have been doing something like this wrong for 15 years, that's a whole new level of incompetence. That that really is. That really is. But, uh, you know, there you go. Now, it reminds me, and I know it's not an exact parallel, but it just reminds me of a similar situation because uh, most courts nowadays, as you might guess, accept e-filing. You can e-file documents, and the documents go into some cloud somewhere. And so those documents exist whether or not the courthouse exists. And a few years ago, before e-filing, before all that stuff, I'm talking about the uh, mid-'90s, uh, there was a courthouse in Michigan that burned to the ground, burned down, whoop, all the way down to the ground. And I had a couple cases in that court. And I remember reading about it in the paper that this court had burned to the ground. And so I remember asking my friends and people in the profession, going, what do you think is going to happen with all the stuff that's going on in that courthouse? And I had somebody say, well, what, you know, do you actually have a case? And I said, yeah, I've got a lawsuit. And they said, oh, well, that's not that hard because... You filed a lawsuit. They filed an answer, right? Um, You've got copies. They've got copies. The court will probably contact you somewhere down the road, and they set up headquarters someplace and say, you know, anybody who's got a case with us, a civil action, contact us. And sure enough, that's what happened. I contacted them, and I sent them what I had, and the other side sent them what they had, and they reconstructed the file. But there's a bigger problem, and that was all the criminal cases. And many of the criminal cases are time-sensitive. In specific here, I'm talking about drunk driving cases. Because in Michigan's statutes on drunk driving, there's a bunch of hard deadlines. At one point in time, it said, you, as the court, must process this case in the following timeline. The, uh, the arraignment must be so many days within the arrest, and the pretrial must be so many days there, and the trial and adjudication must be before this. And at the time, there was no escape clause for any emergencies like this. So when the courthouse burned to the ground, all of those cases, suddenly, with a clock ticking, every day that went by, a whole bunch of them just went, whoop, by the wayside. Because they hadn't been processed properly within time. And every day, another day, boom, another set, another set, another set. And I spoke to prosecutors who worked out that, out that way, and defense attorneys. And they said, yeah. That was the craziest thing because there were defense attorneys who had a file that they'd filed an appearance on, were waiting for some kind of notice, 
And then they realized, oh, if I don't get this notice by this date, this case gets dismissed. And a whole bunch of cases got dismissed that way. And I realized it's a totally different thing than what happened in Charlotte-Mecklenburg. But I'm simply pointing out that there can sometimes be these bizarre, unforeseeable things that happen where it's not just one mistake on one case. I've had that happen before, too. I worked on a case years ago where a court lost a file for nine years. Okay, And so I was helping another attorney with a case, and that, that case had been filed in a court, district court. And as it was proceeding, one day the parties showed up for pretrial or something, and the court goes, we've lost your file. When we find it, we'll notify you. And literally it was several years later before they got the call saying, we found your file. And the case went to trial. And it was from the filing to the trial was nine years. And something like seven or eight of that was the time period within which the file had been lost by the court. But that was just one file. And don't get me wrong, it's, it, was, it was a hardship on the people in that case that this file had gotten lost that long. But in a situation like this where you go, okay, how many speeding tickets written by this police department involved radar guns going back to 2008 in a place where they will occasionally write 30,000 tickets in a year. And so if you want to see a, a vortex of paper, figuratively speaking, it's going to be watch what happens to this courthouse right now with filings involving those radar guns that were not certified properly or whatever was wrong with them, we don't know. But it's a crazy case, and it's not just one gun. It's not just one officer uh, and his. It's the people certifying them, at least. We do know that, but beyond that, we're not quite sure. So as of right now, if you've gotten a ticket in Charlotte, Mecklenburg, in the last, oh, I don't know, what is that, 15 years? You might want to talk to a local attorney about it. So the Charlotte Ledger published it. Tony Messia wrote it. And Jim sent it. Thanks a lot. City discovered annual accuracy tests were performed improperly. Potential goldmine for lawyers on tens of thousands of traffic tickets. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. You need the rain to appreciate the sun, darkness to appreciate light, people to appreciate solitude.